nchc.tv studios. This is the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast. Brought to you by Liberty University. Bring your faith and your game to the premier ACHA M1 program on the East Coast. See us at liberty.edu. Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com, your hockey superstore with three Valley locations and across the country at BehindTheMask.com. Indiana Tech University. For tickets and schedule information for the two-time ACHA National Champions, go to IndianaTechWarriors.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson for lunch or catering your next office party. We are the best to barbecue Las Vegas style. University of Georgia. Our school athletic traditions, college town atmosphere, and the building of a program like no other at UGAHockey.com. College Hockey Inc., growing the game at the college level and beyond. Adrian College, championship hockey culture and a nationally rated small private school education at AdrianBulldogs.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. With Caesars Rewards, members can enjoy rates as low as $10 a room. Maryville University, the big city style of St. Louis, and a small school education. For more information, visit us at MaryvilleSaints.com or at Maryville.edu. Jets Pizza. Go to JetsPizza.com to find the location near you. University of Mary Hockey. Top flight hockey, intense rivalries, and championship aspirations. Schedule and ticket information at GoYouMarry.com. The Caesars Sportsbook app. The only app that lets you earn Caesars rewards, but please play responsibly. By FedEx, the official shipping company of Ice Time Hockey West. The American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 podcast is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Stephen Marsh. All right, welcome in, hockey fans. Anywhere that you may be joining us tonight, this beautiful Wednesday night, Scott Strandy. Joining you from Palm Springs, California tonight as I prepare for a battle between the Abbotsford Canucks and the Coachella Valley Firebirds and American Hockey League action. But this is the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 podcast. My co-host, as always, joining me from Las Vegas, Nevada. Stephen, how are you tonight? I, I'm doing well. You know, some... I had some tire issues earlier today, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's it's like your your day just is going just fine and things are progressing well, and then unexpected things happen. But that you never tell me about it. You you don't know anything about that, right? Because your days always go just perfect. Yeah, right? yeah, yep, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's how they roll. Uh, anyway, <laughs> well, I was rolling. Uh, I was rolling to get into the parking lot with a flat tire. That was what I was rolling. You probably weren't rolling too well. You're probably just uh, hobbling. But anyway, um, the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20, we have uh, a new poll to talk about tonight. We've got a great guest joining us. I had a chance to visit with Joe Caprio from Capper Hockey Services. And if you're familiar with Joe, he's the guy that puts on the Chicago Showcase and other showcases and is putting on the three that will, uh, will go across the country, which I think is really cool. So we'll have a chance to listen to Joe here in just a few minutes. Um, the new poll is out, Stephen, and um, you have your soapbox ready. <laughs> I don't have too much to complain about tonight. I mean, oh really? Okay. It, yeah, it's not too bad. Um, so anyway, the rankings are out. This is ranking number nine. 
Uh, Minot State retakes number one. I'm still not sure how 16-4-0 is better than 16-2-0, but whatever. Um, (laughs) There's my soapbox if you want it. Um, But anyway, uh, Minot does retake it. Uh, They swept Midland last weekend at home. Well, that's why they they overtook Adrian because they won won big last weekend. They won, uh, what were the scores? It was uh, 7-2 and 7-1. Uh, Adrian, yeah, but Adrian was Adrian, idle. Adrian didn't play. So because they were idle, they get bumped. Doesn't make sense. Anyway. Well, yeah, they had they had nothing <clears throat> to affect their averages. And so the Minot State, they got bumped up because they yeah. they won I big. Know. I know. I'm just a grumpy old man uh, <laughs> with a bad voice, as you can tell. My voice is going again. Um, <clears throat> so Adrian was uh, was idle. Central Oklahoma moved up to number three. They were also idle. And Jamestown moved down to number four. Um, so basically, as you said, a UCO and Jamestown swap spots. Um, that has something to do with playing in Las Vegas for the Jamestown Jimmies. Yeah, that was a, that was quite a weekend. Last weekend, the University of Jamestown Jimmies came to UNLV to play uh, UNLV Re- Skating Rebels. And uh, yeah, it was two really close games. And f- uh, Friday night... Jamestown got off to a 3-1 lead, and then UNLV climbed back into the game, eventually scoring in the third period the game-winning goal by Max Johnson. And, uh, of course, he's been great. Him and his brother Alec Johnson, both great on the team. And they ended up winning that game on Friday, uh, 4-3. There was a lot of emotion going into Friday's game because it was the first – really was the first sporting event that was on – well, not on campus, but it was off campus, but – that happened since the tragic UNLV shooting that happened last week. And of course the UNLV basketball was supposed to have a game in, in Dayton, but that game got canceled. So Friday's game was the first chance for any of the sports teams, whether it's NCAA or not, just any of the sports teams on uh, on at the school to play. And, and so it was a touching um, moment of silence and, and remembrance for the, uh, the three victims that lost their lives on that, uh, th- that day. And then of course a recognition for the, the first responders to, to react as soon as they did. So that was, uh, that was touching. You could tell there was a lot of emotion in the building with, with the, whether it was the students working to help work the games and do the games and the highlight and just the coaches and the players they were giving out, they were encouraging people on Friday to wear rebel red uh, throughout the city here, which was, which was great. And, and then they were handing out like U, UNLV ribbons that people could, could wear and stuff. And very, very well, very well. It was also military appreciation night. So kind of, kind of, uh, it was kind of interesting to have that kind of fall when that did, but um, so yeah, so you went up so a lot of emotion and, in, and, and, the mil- and the military appreciation was planned well ahead of time, right? Yes. I mean, it was something uh, that was planned ahead of time, so yeah, it so- just uh, kind of coincided with uh, with the tragic events. But glad to hear that. Glad to hear that the uh, community is rallying again. Uh, I hate to see it because they they shouldn't have to rally all the time over yeah. some senseless violence. But as we talked about uh, last week's show. Uh, that's uh, the world we live in today, unfortunately. So yeah, and 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 Coach Vigneri Greener, which uh, we can play here, or we people can go back to. I put on on X A C H A underscore I T H S W, um, the some some sound from Coach uh, Vigneri Greener after the win on Friday, talking about um, you know the emotions and what he had to say to the team and just how the team was feeling going into that game and and how um, and you know just. And I asked him about the response of the city and and seeing that again, and he's he kind of said the same thing to you. It's 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 sad that you have to 
that we have to have something like this happen. But then it's also, but then the great part of it is to see how the how the city responds. Asking about you know the city rallying up, all the support of UNLV, people wearing red, all this stuff and and stuff. So it's uh, we saw that with one October, of course the Golden Knights emerging in right after that, uh, starting playing and, and all that, and then just now we've seen it again, unfortunately in, a, in another way. So, uh, yeah, well, if you've got that clip, why don't you go ahead and cue it up and and play it for us? So we can hear uh, directly from the coach. Yeah, he'll probably say it a lot better than, than I, I certainly could. Uh, here we go. It's only about a minute and 35 seconds. Ranked, like, physicality-wise, just the way they play, the way you guys had to play tonight. I think it's the games you want to be in. I think that uh, you're going to play top-notch teams like this. It's going to be like this every single time. You know, like if everybody's going to come heavy, especially they're going to give you your best when they're, you know, at your barn. It's just that's how it goes here. And obviously, there's a lot of emotion coming to this game with what happened this week. How do you feel like that played into tonight and you feel like that they were able to, to manage that or to take that into part of the game? Yeah, we touched on a pre-game. Obviously, that's a, a big deal for us. We wanted to play for those that uh, lost their lives in that tragic. But it then also comes with, you know, controlling your emotions. You know, you're kind of set up to be a trap where you're trying too hard and you're overthinking things. But uh, the guys uh, responded well. Yeah, I'm glad all those guys are safe and the others safe, but, you know, there wasn't some that made it home. And, for us just to go well, where are you know being jersey and pride for this uh ribbon you know it, the boys took it to heart you know when you're playing for something that special it means a lot to them and it means a lot to our program and what have you seen from like the obviously a lot of what happened one october and what the vegas green but just this last few days with everyone supporting unlv and wearing rebel red today and just this it's just another example of how great this city is yeah that's how it should be and you know we saw right after one october and kind of has faded off and now we're all back as a community and doing the you know little things for people like holding doors open and you know just just little things like that because uh, this is a tight-knit community i know it's you know vegas and people it's you know commuter city but we're a tight-knit group here and uh i'm, I'm sad to see what happened but uh glad to see everybody come together for it yeah you would expect nothing less from from coach green who's been through this and uh one october uh hit really close to right. home for, for UNLV with Nick Raboni being one of the uh, the victims and um, and survivors, I should say. Survivors, yeah. That's, yeah. I think when we say the word victim, I, th- I think a lot of times that's associated with yeah, passing that, away. Yeah, that's so. why I wanted to clarify uh, that yeah. that, uh, that was the case. But uh, so many people lose their lives over that stuff. It's uh, and, it, it's terrible. And, and you're, and you're yeah. right. So, and, and that affected so many people, and, and that was such a wise – but and 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 thankfully, in, in the response of the first uh, the campus police and everything, it it really prevented from this being. But this this really hit home to the to to the program because it was on campus and the, the and it was right a week before finals, which of course now have been canceled. It was you know right you know the players were probably a lot of them on campus and studying and doing what they're in their classes. It was right around lunchtime, so. Um, you know, the one October thing is a separate thing, which which was really bad. But you're right, because Nick was wounded that day and survived, and others were, were obviously affected by that. Um, but this was this happened in the UNLV community, and, and UNLV is such a big part of this this community, um, which sometimes gets kind of overlooked now, and especially now that we have pro teams here and everything, just from an athletic side. But but there's the, the UNLV's importance in this community is, um, I don't think was. I think it's kind of been something that's kind of known, but maybe isn't something that's really put out there. But having again, kind of seeing this through this uh, this tragedy, um, and seeing that exactly how much this UNLV community uh, is uh, to the importance to the city is was kind of a a result of of this, unfortunately. But but we saw that, and we've seen that how important that, like I said, the UNLV community is to the city. 
Yeah, absolutely. Anyways, okay, no easy way back to transition. To, back to the game. That, yeah, no, no easy way to transition. Well, hold, but, oh, go well, ahead. Hold on a minute. Before you get to that game, let's let's finish up with the uh, the poll. Um, we only got through the top five. Well, so but I wanted uh, I wanted to mention it's still relevant to those two teams. So yeah, so uh, Friday the the result was that UNL, uh, UNLV won, and then the next night uh, to finish up the UNLV Jamestown series, Jamestown ended up winning two to one. It was a tight game, one one game. Um, Jamestown ended up going up uh, two to one with about a minute nineteen left in, in regulation. Philippe Lassard getting that goal, and then Jamestown getting the two one win on Saturday. So the two teams split. It was UNLV's first home loss of the of the season, and Jamestown, as, as I said, uh, got the win. So those two teams split on the weekend. So as a result of that, as you mentioned, UNLV finished state at five, Jamestown, and basically Jamestown and Central Oklahoma swap spots because Jamestown was ahead of Central Oklahoma, but now Central Oklahoma is ahead of Jamestown. Central Oklahoma didn't play. So now you've got Central Oklahoma ahead of Jamestown. Jamestown dropped a spot, and UNLV stayed right where they were. Okay. And the, the one of the big jumps of the uh, the week was Maryville. Coming in at number six and being the highest they've ever been ranked at the ACHA D1 level. So, congratulations to John Hogan and the guys there with the 13 7 and 1 mark. Uh, you, Mary, hanging right in there at seven, 13 4 and 1. Ohio at number eight, 14 5 and 2. Liberty drops to nine uh, at 11 6 and 1 mark. Niagara rounds out the top 10 at 11 6 and 1. They stayed right there. Uh, so did Purdue Northwest at 16-5-0. Uh, number 12 is Calvin, 16-4-2. 13, Grand Valley State, 13-4-2. Um, Arizona comes in at 14 at 8-8-1. Previously 18, so that's a nice jump for Arizona. And Chad Berman got his guys playing a little better. Yeah, they, 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 they swept uh, over the weekend against Arizona State, so that helped them move up four spots. So they, they really got a nice little boost there as they've been kind of struggling, but you know, playing your rivals ASU um, in Tucson and, and getting a couple of wins to go into the holiday br- semester break, uh, not not bad little thing. And, and you expect them. Hopefully, maybe they come back. They they some injury things that they were maybe dealing with or whatever. And uh, Arizona could have a strong second half of the season and and uh, and make that continue make that push. Absolutely, Illinois State comes in at 15, 16, 9 and zero. Indiana Tech thirteen seven and one at sixteen. Utah number 17 10 6 and 1 so they're uh, they're hanging right in there this might be the year that the Utes get into the national tournament um Pittsburgh 14 8 and 1 is number 18 Michigan Dearborn 14 3 and 0 oh, I think their strength of schedule hurts Chris Haltner's uh team there cuz 14 3 and 0 oh is pretty impressive and uh they're up from number 22 to number 19 Missouri State rolls in at number 20 8 9 2 and uh, Ohio, uh, Iowa State, 5-2-0 and at 21. Delaware, 9-6-1 and is at number 22. Arizona State uh, drops down at 8-9-1 and to number 23. Number 24, Stony Brook. Number 25 is Syracuse. That rounds out the ACHA Top 20. Uh, top twenty-five. Top twenty-five. <laughs> I think we're this, the name of the show the is the top twenty. Is the name twenty? Yeah. We might. No, have to no, go don't to change the 20. name of it again. Yeah. I just got used to saying top twenty. I know we might have to go to twenty or twenty-four or twenty-four, twenty-five. Though since the tournament well, expanded well, the 20 right more, after we started the show, the tournament start expands to twenty-four uh, this year, and uh, so we so teams like Utah, uh, Indiana Tech right now, Pittsburgh, you know, seven, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. 
those were kind of the teams before that would be kind of on that cusp of getting cut off uh, because of the auto bids taking those last little spots. But now because it's 24 teams that get in, those will be spots that you'll be in for, for sure. In fact, the uh, the ACHAM's uh, men's D1X account once again put out some uh, right now some scenarios of if, if it were to start today, which again, it doesn't, but if it were, but this is a good time to do because we're at the, 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 break, the semester break point um, where, where teams would be. And right now the three teams that would be out would be numbered would be t- bumped out because there's some auto bids there, and we'll get to that in a minute. Would be uh, number twenty two, which you just mentioned. I think is uh, Delaware. I have to look at because they have their handles on here. Twenty three would be ASU. They would be bumped out, and number twenty four would is Stony Brook. So those three teams would be bumped out of the top uh, tw- of the top twenty four field um, because of auto bids, which right again would be uh, right now would go to uh, I can't find it, but. Anyway, so yeah, so there's some there's some teams that are right now that are not in the top 24, but they, they theoretically would win their their conferences and they will get in, and it happens every year where that that's the case. So, um, so that's great. Yep, teams certainly like Utah's, does. Utah's and the other schools that kind of right there, where they always were kind of on the cusp, but now if they can continue to 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 do well and stay where they are, uh, they'll get a spot in the uh, the tournament. And, and we talked about the different scenario. We won't go through them all here tonight, but there's because we got to get to the interview. But there's different scenarios um, that we talked about last week. It's pretty much the same. Where you know you can just look if you want to look back up, go to ACHAM's D1 uh, handle on X, and you can you can see that from a couple of days ago. They they put that out there and possible scenarios. And and we, we might visit it the next couple of weeks because we're gonna have we're gonna need stuff to, to talk about for four weeks because there's gonna be no games for at least for three weeks. So. Oh, we'll have all kinds of stuff to talk about. Never say that. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's uh, let's take a quick break. Let's come back and let's uh, uh, queue up the uh, the visit I had with Joe Caprio in uh, about five minutes. At some schools, winning the national championship is the goal. For Liberty's women's hockey program, it's the expectation. Winners of the last five national championships. Liberty Women's Hockey is the ACHA W1 standard. Be a part of the championship legacy on or off the ice with a first-class education, as well as serving your faith, community, and your game by visiting us at liberty.edu. New challenges, new level, same quest. Join us at the University of Mary for the 2023-24 hockey season as the two-time ACHA M2 champions bring that championship pedigree to the M1 level. Watch the Marauders take on rivals Minot State, Jamestown University, and national powers Missouri State, Illinois State, and Colorado State as they look to add to their hockey legacy. Head to GoYouMary.com to find out how you can support University of Mary Hockey. If you are thinking of joining a growing power to continue playing high-level college hockey, then Lake Superior State's ACHA M2 program could be right for you. In just two seasons under head coach Steve Canisto, the Lakers M2 team continues its drive towards a national tournament bid, coming off the program's best season ever. For information about playing in this hockey-focused community, or if you're just interested in schedule and ticket information, Visit our website at lssuachahockey.com.
looking for the big school college hockey experience in a small school setting? And Maryville University, located in St. Louis, Missouri, could be for you. Fielding five teams across all divisions of the ACHA since 2018 and playing just minutes from campus in the 1,000-plus seat Maryville University Hockey Center, the Saints enjoy a first-class athletic experience as they compete against ACHA powers like Ohio, Liberty, Minot State, and Illinois State. For more information about all things Maryville, visit maryville.edu. Experience the best of academics and athletics at Minot State University. At Minot State, we're not just a team. We're a family united by passion and determination. Achieve your academic goals while thriving in a supportive community. With a commitment to excellence both on and off the ice, we're shaping leaders with an 11 to 1 student-faculty ratio, over 1,200 scholarships awarded annually, and in-state tuition for all students. Experience education that goes beyond textbooks, propelling you towards a brighter future. Join Minot State University and be part of a legacy of success. Discover your potential at Minot State. Learn more at MinotStateU.edu. Minot State University. Be seen. Be heard. Be you. Women's hockey is one of the fastest-growing sports in the country, and at Maryville University in St. Louis, having two ACHA women's teams allows young women to continue to play top-level hockey. Maryville Women's Hockey aligns with the university's core values to provide opportunities for growth as a player as well as the sport. The Maryville University Hockey Center is the place to get a first-class hockey experience and is just minutes from campus. For more information on Maryville women's hockey, go online to MaryvilleSaints.com. When you put on that Central Oklahoma Broncos jersey, you represent a championship culture on the ice and in the classroom. Two-time ACHA M1 national champions, four-time WCHL champions, and named a Best in the West College by U.S. News & World Report, UCO hits all of the benchmarks for an elite college hockey experience. Our Edmond, Oklahoma campus, which is just minutes from downtown Oklahoma City, has over 100 areas of study and over 200 student organizations to help you find your fit. Whether it's our stunning 210-acre campus or our NCAA-level hockey environment, go to uco.edu or ucohockey.com and see if Oklahoma's Metropolitan University is for you. As a premier ACHA M1 university, UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey. Experience a pro setting in Hockey Mad Las Vegas while you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities. If this sounds right for you, then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today. Welcome back to another segment of ITHSW Podcast's American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast. Indeed it is the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast. Scott Strandy with a little raspy voice tonight, but 
joining you from Palm Springs, California, where the weather is beautiful. Stephen Marsh, my co-host as always, joining me from that championship city of Las Vegas, where all those Golden Knights do is win, win, win. Overtime regulation doesn't matter. Already at 20-plus win. Are they at 20 now, Stephen, or more? Yeah, it was yeah, 20, 20 wins now, 25-5 and five through 30 games. Yeah, that's impressive. And any uh, at any level you play at, but certainly in even the, the NHL, even the Wolf of Wall Street was no issue for the Golden Knights or the yeah, Wolf of Calgary have, in this case. I, I caught a bit of that, by the way. So uh, <laughs> I'll tell you that that was. Uh, I don't know that that was his best performance, but um, nonetheless, the Golden Knights uh, showed him that uh, you know maybe there's a little bit more development to do, and it, that's not good news for the ACHA or the AHL Pacific Division, I should say. But Anyway, that's for tomorrow's we, uh, show. That's for tomorrow's show. Yeah, yeah. We move on from from that standpoint, and uh, we go right on to an interview I had with uh, the owner, president of Capper Hockey Services, Joe Caprio. Uh, had a chance to visit with Joe and uh, get his thoughts on ACHA hockey. Uh, he's recently removed from from playing ACHA hockey and wants to give back. He'll tell you about it. So let's uh, let's do this. We got two segments of of Joe. He'll take up most of the uh, rest of the show, I think. But here we go, Joe Caprio. All right, welcome back in, college hockey fans, to the ACH Top Twenty Podcast. Scott Strandy with you today. I am in California, but I am visiting with a gentleman from Chicago, Illinois. Joe Caprio is with me. Joe from Capper Hockey Services. First of all, Joe, how you been? And tell me a little bit about this business and what you're doing for college hockey. Thanks for having me on. First of all, I really appreciate it. Um, I know we've met a couple times here. Uh, but, yeah, no. Um, so I started this um, just, you know, out of the you – know, my passion, right? Uh, I played in the ACHA, and I wanted to help give back um, on on my my success and my journey, and help other kids, um, you know, play college hockey, um, so to say. So, um, started started the business um, to to kind of help the ACHA and those in club hockey, um, whether it's running showcases for prospects and helping grow and educate uh, players and families about the ACHA and allowing teams to, um, you know, get out and recruit or running some in-season tournaments for, you know, ACHA, D1, D2, D3, and then women's, um, you know, women's hopefully here in the future. Joe, when uh, you and I first met, I think with uh, our common passion for hockey and growing the game, and I was out in Phoenix and basically started this company when Arizona State uh, announced they were going to NCAA, but um, never, Joe, did I think that uh, ACHA hockey was going to grow the way it has, and now the podcast that you're on with us is uh, the uh, ACH Top 20, which means we cover the top 20 teams right now, and I think I have to go maybe to 24 because it's getting ridiculous with all these people that uh, are coming on and, and becoming better programs. So what's your overall thought on the last, say, eight to 10 years in ACHA hockey? How good has it gotten? 
Uh, I think it's right up there with any, with, you know, with any sport growing or any, even, you know, even in hockey, right? Uh, the amount uh, I play, let's see, I, I don't, I, I started in 2014 and graduated in 2018. So, uh, I'm a couple of years removed now. So six years, but even, even from the time that I started to the time I graduated, um, the ACJ, you know, has gotten so much better, um, I was fortunate enough where I had a good group of guys and our class was, you know, pretty, pretty close. And we actually grew up playing together, but we, uh, we all ended up going to the university of Illinois together. And then, uh, 2018, we made a run in the national championship, which, which was great. Uh, but the, just the growth to, to see kids, um, coming from all different levels of junior and even some from, you know, NCAA division one and division three, uh, it kind of shows the talent level and, the respect that the ECJ is getting. Joe, I want to get into these uh, three showcases. I call them the showcases across America. I love the idea. Uh, but before I do that, um, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, the Chicago showcases because you brought some big names in, have brought big names in from the very start. And when I talk to the coaches, uh, they all love it. They all love coming there. They think it's done at the right time of year in, in November. So uh, how has that gone over the last few years, and are you happy with where you're at right now? Yeah, it's, it's gone pretty well, right? So it kind of started when I was at Illinois, and our coach, uh, Nick Fabrini, would always um, you know, have us come to Chicago the week before Thanksgiving because everyone was uh, already on break from school, so uh, we wouldn't get any fans for the home games, right? So we'd always come up here to Chicago. We have a bunch of alumni uh, that are in the Chicago land area, and we usually play two games or three games or something like that. Uh, and then we kind of took it and, and ran with it. And uh, now that Coach Fabbles uh, back in the Chicago land area, no longer coaching Illinois, um, I kind of took it over and kind of ran with it. So yeah, this year, uh, this year it went great. Um, we, we hosted it at, the, at Romeoville. Um, it's called Canlin in Romeoville. Uh, they have three three rinks there, great facility, and it, and it worked out really well. We had uh, UNLV, Arizona State, Minot State, uh, Illinois State, Northern Illinois, Ohio University, uh, Rhode Island University, and then Alabama. So a lot of, a lot of great programs in college hockey um, and in the ACHA, and um, there are some great games. Um, you know, some upsets too, uh, which was exciting to see, but overall um, it was great. And, and the amount of fans that came out for the first year hosting it down in Romeoville was great. Uh, I think the Illinois State Alabama game probably had about 300, 400 people there. Wow, that's uh, that's really good news. Um, when I looked across the, the map and the landscape of ACHA hockey, um, I did something unusual this year, I think. I, I got in my car in uh, mid-September and, and traveled from Minnesota down to uh, Illinois, or uh, let's see, down to Missouri and uh, Tennessee and went out to Liberty and then came back across and went to Adrian. And I, I saw all this, and then when your showcases popped up and what you're doing now, uh, it caught me, and I said, wow, that's pretty cool. You're going to be all the way across the country giving tons of kids an opportunity to not have to travel across the country to play. So uh, tell us about these three showcases, how they came about, and uh, what it's all about. Yeah, so we've been, you know, We've always wanted to, or I've always wanted to help grow the ACHA ever since I played and um, help, you know, 
gain, help it gain recognition and educate you know players and, and parents um, about the process and um, that most of the kids are honestly going to be playing in the ACHA. Um, you know, a lot of there's a lot of schools have college hockey you know in the ACHA to offer, uh, and the NCAA only has you know uh, there's only a select few right that are able to offer the NCAA route. So uh, that's kind of where we started it. Um, uh, I talked to Craig, um, and he, he was all on board of helping grow this and, and everything like that. So we kind of uh, looked at it, you know, where we would go regionally, right? Um, there's a lot of schools out, e- out east. Um, there's a lot of schools in the Midwest, and there's a, you know this, the West is growing. So that's kind of where we, we decided to go. So we're, we're going to be hosting them in three different locations uh, in New Jersey, uh, at UNLV, and at Adrian. Um New Jersey is going to be in April. Uh, UNLV will be uh, in June, and then Adrian will be in uh, early August. Um, so, helping all all three of those, there'll be a men's and women's component to most of the showcases to help uh, you know, not help only the men, but also help the women's side, which is growing tremendously as well, um, and offer you know both men and women uh, options to play in the ACHA. So give us a thumbnail. Uh, let's start with New Jersey. What's it going to be like? Uh, how long does the showcase last? Will they play games? All of that good stuff. Yeah, so um, so basically a good rundown, right, um, for each showcase. Is it's going to be a Friday through Sunday uh, type of deal. Friday, uh, it's kind of a travel day for the coaches and for the, the prospects coming in. Uh, each each team or each player, it's an individual sign-up. Uh, and then once, once you get closer to the dates, you'll be placed on a team. And then from there, you'll get your schedule. Uh, so Friday will just be a practice. Uh, it'll be led by ACHA coaches. We're going to uh, um, have a bunch of attendance. We'll probably be looking to have um, anywhere from you know thirty to forty to fifty coaches at each at each event. Right, it just depends on uh, if they're able to come and where they're able to go with their budgets. Uh, but so Friday. Everyone will come in, they'll check in, they'll get their jerseys, they'll get, you know, they already have their team assignments, and they'll get a practice, get on the ice, uh, get comfortable, and kind of go from there. Then on Saturday, uh, they'll have two games, and Sunday they'll have a third game. So they get three games in front of uh, coaches and one practice to kind of show off their talent. We also have a goalie session, um, you know, to help the goalies, uh, you know, get seen more, uh, develop, you know, and get some coaching from some of these ACHA goalie coaches. Uh, now, we also are going to have uh, two different panels. One is going to be a coaches panel, which if you th- uh, kind of think of a college fair, where the coaches are kind of spread out and you're able to um, talk to them, uh, introduce yourself, learn a little bit about their school, learn a bit, little bit about their program, uh, and introduce yourself to the coaches uh, so that you know, you're saying, hey, my name's Joe and I'm, I'm interested in your school. I'm number 20 on the red team and uh, would love if you watch me and get some, got some feedback. Um, then the other one is going to be led by uh, Craig or a member of the ACHA staff uh, and it's going to be uh, an educational piece for both the players and parents about the ACHA, the different routes, different options, um, and then just the different avenues and aspects of the ACHA and then how to get involved. Okay, sounds cool. So uh, it'll be after the season, obviously, the national tournament a little bit earlier this year due to uh, scheduling conflicts, I guess, in St. Louis. But once that's done, it'll start out, like you said, in April in New Jersey and then uh, June in, in Vegas. 
and then uh, early August in uh, Adrian, Michigan. So um, your thoughts on on how important this is for a player? Because, you know, I talk to coaches a lot of times, you know, and they'll tell me that um, maybe players don't even know how to reach out to, uh, to teams and, and get their name out there and get their body out there. So how important uh, do you feel this is for a, for a player that's looking to find a spot? Uh, I feel it's very important, right? Um, especially in the ACHA, um, there's a lot of programs that have great programs, but they just don't have the budgets for their coaches to go out and recruit every weekend, or or they just don't have the manpower. So having these three showcases brings in a lot of coaches uh, to see a lot of different players within uh, a short period of time, and allowing the players and the parents to come and see what the ACHA is all about and get the educational piece and the component and just kind of really get a path of, of how to go about it, uh, whether you're a junior in high school, senior in high school, or looking to play junior hockey. Um, okay, so that's uh, the first part with uh, with Joe Caprio. Uh, I'll jump into the second part here, Stephen, and then we can go back and recap it just a little bit. Know how to get in contact with these coaches, how to get in contact with the programs, and what you need to do as far as academically to get in. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, a lot of people said, Joe, at pandemic time that, man, it might be the death nail for college hockey because it was too expensive and uh, maybe teams wouldn't come on board. But we've seen just the opposite. We've seen a, a growth in teams, and uh, we've also seen a growth in the talent pool. And uh, your thoughts on, on that and how that may have affected uh, the players that are now getting the opportunity to play um, ACHA hockey, NCAA hockey, just play competitive college hockey. Yeah, I mean, I think I think COVID, you know, may have helped. They helped uh, players get more skilled. They helped them, you know, set up a team setting and practices, all that. But they helped them individually go on the ice and and work on their finer skills of you know shooting and stick handling, and changing angles, and and everything like and everything that kind of encompasses hockey, right? Um, you know, the talent level from the youth level all the way up through the pros now is just it's just great i don't think the game's ever you know ever been better right uh so it's, it's kind of crazy and, and everything at, at that and they allow these players to how to be so creative and 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 everything like that so you, you never know what you're going to get out of a player or out of a prospect but you know but that just goes to show you too that you know teams aren't just teams aren't built to you know, you're not going to win just on the top players. There's a role for every player on each team, right? Uh, every team needs, you know, the, the guys that are going to block shots and the guys that are going to be a third, fourth line guy to play defensively sound, right? And then you still need your goal scorers. So it takes a team to win, but it is great to see all the individual talent that's that's been built since COVID. And just the expansion of the NCAA Division One with all these new teams popping up. I think Delaware um, is just going D1 in the women's side. Um, but, you know, you got Augusta, Lindenwood went... Um, uh, when they went to Division One uh, just a couple of years ago, St. Thomas, so you know Arizona State, so it's, it's been crazy. Yeah, no doubt about it. Okay, a couple more for you, and then I'll let you go. I appreciate your time, but um, this one is basically looking at uh, the talent pool again. Um, it's gotten so good, but so have the coaches. And one of the things I enjoy about the ACHA, uh, Joe, is that the coaches just kind of feed off each other. I mean, I'll talk to one and they'll say, yeah, you know, I was talking to so-and-so and, um, and, and all of that, but the, the talent pool and coaches has gotten better too, right? 
Yeah, of course, right? I think that's I think that's uh, partly due to um, you know guys like myself or guys like you know Anthony over at UNLV. They have such a good time uh, playing in the ACHA that they want to give back, and, and they have such great hockey minds and. Um, you know, and they just want to help grow the game and, and give kids an opportunity that they had um, to help, you know, that, you know, quite frankly, help shape their, their life and their, their future lives, right? Um, I, I think that's that's probably the biggest part and the biggest aspect. Okay, and final one for you is uh, the ACHA now is not only producing great college players, but they're actually moving guys on to play professional hockey. I talked with uh, Gary Astalis over at Adrian and, I asked him that. I said, you know, you're not just producing really good players, but they're they're filling roles on uh, professional teams around the world, and they're not just playing a, a position or being a roster spot. They're actually d- developing into top players. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, that's awesome. That just that just helps and um, you know helps show the talent level that's in the ACHA, right? Uh, you know, you got guys like Adrian or at Liberty or at Minot or at you know UNLV, you know some of these top programs that are you know are going on to play in the in the Fed or into the SB or even into the coast, right? Um, it's it's crazy that to see how great it's it's been for some of those players and and how well they've done, right? They're, like you said, they're not just a, a player, they're but they're producing, they're they're playing big minutes, they're being you know key guys on on those teams, um, and and it's and it's great to see. Um, but again, that just shows the talent level that's that's hitting. ACHA, right? And it shows that, you know, you don't have to play NCAA Division One or Division Three to, you know, go and play professional. If that's something that you want, it's all about, you know, your work, your work ethic and your desire to get there. Uh, and, and choosing the right spot that's going to help you get there. Yep, good stuff. Okay, Joe, uh, tell us again how they can get in touch with you if they want to become part of this showcase. I know they can get to your uh, um, your Twitter page or your X page because I found you on there, but um, how do they get a hold of it if they want to sign up? Yeah, so uh, there's a couple different ways that you mentioned, like social media on X or on uh, Instagram, just Capper Hockey Services, um, or you can go online to CapperHockeyServices.com, uh, or you can reach out via email like CapperHockeyServices at gmail.com. So a bunch of different avenues um, to kind of go about it. But, you know, everything's on our website, like I said, CapperHockeyServices.com. You can go on there, um, kind of see what we're all doing, you can check out the ACHA Chicago Classic. There were some, um, you know, there's some photos that were up there and everything like that. The teams that participated this year, um, you know, next year we're, we're pretty pretty locked in on the teams. I don't want to announce it yet. Uh, the teams know, but um, there's also something else in the mix that's that's going to be pretty big. I I, I think that um, a lot of people are going to be very excited about. Um, so yeah, so like I said, I would just follow on on social media, Instagram or Twitter. Or there's a Facebook page as well, or actually not Twitter, um, but. Uh, yeah, that or, or like I said, there's an email if you can join as well on our on our website, um, or you can kind of go from there. That'll still help you keep updated on any events or anything that we're doing. Uh, but yeah, registration is open for all three events, and they're off and running. Um, they're actually doing pretty well. Um, the coaches that were 
we're finalizing the coaching lineups at each showcase. We just sent out an email to uh, you know every coach in the ACHA, um, you know, explaining what we're doing and kind of going from there. And you know, our, our, requesting their RSVP, and we're getting uh, great responses uh, for each showcase. And we're looking forward to, like I said, having a bunch of ACHA coaches and, and prospects at all three of these showcases. So we can't wait. We're excited and. and we're excited to, you know, help, like I said, help grow the ACHA and help uh, bring it to a new level. Joe, thanks so much for your time. Uh, stay in touch. Let me know anytime you want to come back on the show and, and talk about something new. You're always welcome, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll catch up with you at the national tournament and beyond. I'd love to make uh, those showcases. Just can't make that commitment yet, but it would sure be a lot of fun to uh, to do some podcasts from there. No, for sure. Yeah, and you know, I know you cover the top twenty, but maybe we expand it to you know, you might have to expand it to the top, like you said, twenty-five to thirty, um, just because of how many teams are going. You know, the Division One now or Division Two and everything like that. So hopefully, we'll get you out, and uh, you know, you can see what it's all about for yourself. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate your time as always. That's uh, Joe Caprio, folks. Stephen and I'll be right back to uh, wrap up another episode of the ACH Top Twenty Podcast. All right, hockey fans, if you're uh, looking for a bank, I found one. It's called SoFi, uh, a great bank that's more than a bank. And how about a bank that pays you? I've got a great offer for you. If you want to join SoFi, uh, just let me know. Text me at 760-801-8060, and I'll send you an offer to get 25 bucks to try them out. The, the best checking, the best savings investments, insurance. How about refinancing your uh, student loan? Uh, since those are coming up now, it's an opportunity to do that. Save some money and get paid. Your bank pays you. How many do that, folks? Not many, but SoFi does. So once again, if you'd like uh, an opportunity to try them out for $25 yeah, in your pocket, no risks, no uh, hassles, no anything, SoFi is the bank for you. Just reach out to me at uh, 760-801-8060 or at icetimehockeywest at gmail.com or any of our social media platforms, and we'll be happy to take care of that for you. Welcome back to another segment of ITHSW Podcast's American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast. Indeed it is, the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast, the ACH Top 20 podcast, if you will. Scott Serrani with you tonight from Palm Springs, California. My co-host is always from that vibrant city of Las Vegas, Nevada, Stephen Marsh. Stephen, uh, a lot you, to digest you, you, from you, Joe Caprio. Your thoughts? Well, you're, you're in Southern California. You should do one of these shows from SoFi Stadium one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> Talking a lot about SoFi these they days. They play hockey there? <laughs> They play hockey and so fun. Uh, well, they, maybe they could. Maybe they can have a, an outdoor hockey game there one day. <laughs> There we're gonna go. have the we've had winter classics at, at baseball stadiums, which we're gonna have on New Year's Day. Um, ACHA is at football stadiums and outdoor games, so uh, maybe so. And they've had an outdoor game in California, Dodger Stadium. Now that you got SoFi there, why not? Why not have a hockey game there? So okay. There's a, when there's a hockey game there, then I guess you'll be doing a show from there. Yeah, I'll let those SoFi people know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right. Um, so your thoughts on Joe, real quick. Uh, I know we don't have a whole lot of time. Got a couple more things to touch on, but. Uh, your thoughts on uh, the conversation I had with Joe Caprio? Well, I, very, very informative. I think a lot of things that 
we 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 like to see with the ACHA these opportunities that have these kind of showcases where you can get a, teams together, or in this case, you're going to have these these uh, prospect things, um, camps or events that are going to be happening. Uh, a great idea there uh, because we we see that in another in other things and other spheres. Not talking about the sphere that's here in Vegas, but just nice, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice little segue into that. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, well, I am looking forward to the draft, at the NHL draft at the sphere. That'll be fun. But anyways, another. Uh, but no, I, I think it's, I think it's a a a great thing. I think he's he's got a, and it's 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 a he's doing it as a as a business too because he's putting on these events, he's sponsoring them, he's you know he's he's doing that, but it's. He's getting a lot of. He gets a great, especially the Chicago Showcase. That's become one of the premier events in the ACHA season. Uh, the teams want to go there and they want to compete in there. UNLV was just there. Minot State was just there. Uh, gets a lot of the the best teams, and it's it's really a great, kind of a great um, tune up for what the national tournament would be. Maybe not not that you you know it's not necessarily a like there's a champion type thing. In the, in the past, that's maybe been the case, but you. You you play three games in three days, kind of thing. You know that that's that's in a neutral site kind of thing. That's that's always kind of a a, um, a you kind of get a test of that of what the national tournament is like, and you have to run through that. Um, plus, you're playing great teams usually, so that that helps you too to kind of prepare yourself for the rest of your season. I mean, look at UNLV; they went there, lost a couple of games, but then they won. Then they won against Minot State. So, uh, Minot State. yep, I hear you. Okay, let's uh, take another quick break. Let's come back and wrap up um, this edition, this episode, if you will, of the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast. Championship, pedigree, world-class coaching, first-class facilities are all a part of the ACHA experience at Adrian College. The Bulldogs look to raise their third national championship banner in the last five years at Arrington Ice Arena, one of the best facilities in all college hockey get a big school hockey feel all of the educational advantages of a private education for more information go to adrianbulldogs.com or adrian.edu the university of arizona wildcats return to the tucson arena september 29th join the tradition and become a part of the legacy of hockey in the old pueblo Cheer on your five-time Cactus Cup champions as the Wildcats pursue a national championship after a promising off-season of key roster additions. Visit ArizonaWildcatHockey.org for schedule and ticket information and follow us on social media. Bear down and rise up. For a small campus setting with a big campus varsity hockey program located in the heart of the ozarts springfield missouri drury university hockey is the new game in town the beautiful jordan valley ice park located less than a mile from the drury campus is the home of panthers hockey including a newly renovated full-time locker room space drury university offers over 80 undergraduate majors and programs and nine graduate programs with an average class size of just 19 students Go beyond and become a part of a bright future for Drury Panthers hockey. Visit drurypanthers.com and drury.edu for more information. Looking to extend your hockey career at a high level? Then the University of Georgia could be the place for you. Ice Dogs hockey is an NCAA-style experience and championship culture 
combined with classic rivalries, big-time athletics, and an elite academic institution. Go to UGAHockey.com to start your journey and see if you can continue to help build a limitless future ahead for University of Georgia Hockey. Looking to find the right place to fit your academic needs with a chance to play championship-level college hockey? Then Indiana Tech could just be that place. In less than a decade, the Warriors have played for two national championships, appeared in the last four national tournaments, and won six regular season and conference tournaments. Off the ice, majors in not just the tech fields, but communications, criminal justice, and more can get your career off to that same kind of championship start. For more information, visit us online at indianatechwarriors.com or indianatech.edu. When you talk about the best of Las Vegas, you're talking about the best of the best. So when you're at Jesse Ray's Barbecue and you're a three-time winner of the Best of Las Vegas Award, it speaks for itself. At 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, come and savor our People's Choice Award-winning barbecue ribs. Or maybe just come in and pick up a bottle of our best in Las Vegas barbecue sauce to take home. Open seven days a week. You can order online at jessieraysbarbecue.com. And for an occasion that will be remembered for a long time, call us for all of your catering projects at Jesse Ray's Barbecue today. Looking to continue building on a successful first season at the ACHA W1 level, Lake Superior State starts its second season in the CCWHA, a season that included having three academic All-Americans. If this is the kind of tradition that you are interested in help building as a player or support off the ice, then visit us at women's D1 LSSUACHAHockey.com and see if the school-rated Michigan's most affordable university is for you. Lake Superior State Women's Hockey, the small school advantage with the big hockey culture built in. Play at the premier ACHA D1 men's program on the East Coast and prepare yourself for life and career at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Sellout crowds, top competition, and championship aspirations await you on our picturesque campus with state-of-the-art facilities, gifted faculty, in over 700 programs of study to help you make an impact on and off the ice, as well as your community training as a champion for Christ. If your faith in yourself and your beliefs are equally as strong, see if Liberty Hockey and Liberty University is right for you. Visit us at liberty.edu. Welcome back to another segment of ITHSW Podcast's American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast. Indeed it is, the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast. Scott Strandy with you tonight. <clears throat> Still a little raspy in uh, Palm Springs, California. As we near the Christmas holiday, my co-host is always Stephen Marsh joining me from that beautiful, vibrant city, which is Las Vegas, Nevada. Did you get your, you you get your Christmas? Did you get your Christmas shopping done yet? You said it's almost no, Christmas time. <laughs> no, I haven't got that done yet. 
no. Well, he's still, got, still got a few days. Still got a few days. <laughs> Jeez. You always put me in a hole, don't you? I love it. Uh, anyway, a uh, couple things. Just what are you getting me for Christmas? Up on. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be Christmas at the beach. Anyway. Well, okay. Uh, what are you going to get me for Christmas? <laughs> oh, for you? Um, I don't know. Pizza? <laughs> Okay, I don't mind a little pizza. <laughs> might be cold anyway. by the time it might be too cold by the time it gets here to Vegas. Uh, uh, well, it depends if it's delivered by Uber Eats or DoorDash. <laughs> well, that, that, that is true. Sometimes, those, sometimes your food gets cold when they when the food gets delivered to your house. I've heard. Services. I've heard. <laughs> you, um, you, you know from experience, huh? Anyway, uh, we got a few things to talk about to wrap up the last four minutes of the show. Um, one of them, and I just want to clarify. First of all, I'm. Uh, very excited anytime anybody from the ACHA moves up to NCAA. Um, I just want to make sure that people are aware of it because I've already had people reach out to me. Arizona State announced that their freshman goaltender, Chase Ham uh, has been called up to the NCAA ASU team for the remainder of the season. And people immediately started texting me and going like, oh, what happened to uh, TJ Semptonfelter? What happened to uh, um, Gibson Homer? And I said, um, well, it's actually the third goaltender that was injured and uh, will not be able to participate this year. And, of course, NCAA teams like to have three goaltenders uh, for practice purposes. So Chase Ham will fill that role. Is it a great opportunity? Absolutely it is. Um, would everybody probably jump on it if you get a chance to get the swag and hang around the NCAA team? Absolutely. But uh, this is not a case where he's going in to be a starting goaltender and NCAA hockey. I just wanted to clarify that uh, for the many people that have reached out to me. And and he's still a freshman, so he still has a lot of years left. Whether he ends up back at the ACHA program next year, or whether he stays up with the NCAA program going forward, um, you know, I mean, th- that remains to be seen. But uh, he's a freshman, so he still has a lot of years left. But I do and, think, and and the and key yeah. thing right now, Stephen, is as you know, uh, ACH hockey is pretty much done until the True. next semester. So he's going to get an opportunity to get a lot of practice time in, um, which isn't going to hurt. And he's not going to miss too many games because there but are is not there, is, there, is, is, there, is there a lot of practice? <laughs> do, do the NCAA program still practice a lot during, oh, yeah, during this yeah. time? They don't take, oh, yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, it, I know the break isn't as long. We've talked about that before. But but they, they still are on the ice practicing. Oh, yeah. Yep, because they have holiday tournaments in Arizona State's right. case. They're playing at Robert Morris this weekend. Then they're going to go uh, to uh, Lake Placid, New York on the end of December for a holiday tournament. Then they'll come back on the 5th and 6th of uh, January and host their own holiday tournament, uh, the Desert Classic. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so that's what's happening in that venue. Um, what's going on at UNC, Stephen? University of North Carolina. Must, yeah, be, well... must be basketball, right? <laughs> yeah. No? No, no, we're talking hockey, believe it or not. This, okay. Even though we deviate from hockey on occasion on this show, this is actually a hockey thing. Uh, your, your, and, and mine too, but more your your cohort, uh, and said Paul Hornstein, uh, made me aware of this. But we had, we had talked about them before, but they just, uh, on, on their X account today, they put out their initial drawings of the new arena that's going to be at the Caraway Village. Um, it's going to be a 2,000 seat arena. This is going to be scheduled to open for the 26-27 uh, season. It's going to be the home of uh, of UNC hockey, which I believe right now they're uh, ACHA Division uh, Two. I want to say, if I have that correct, hopefully. Um, but yeah, I think it's 
Well, you know what Paul Hornstein's pushing for, right? He wants to see that that team eventually roll into NCAA hockey, and the new building is is a big help. But there's still a lot of hurdles to clear. So again, I want to clarify that as well. This is a new 2,000 seat building, but that does not mean that the UNC is making the jump to NCAA hockey. No, no, it doesn't mean that at all. But it's getting a new building is is always this kind of a sign of things, and we're seeing the, the sign growth of growth. <laughs> growth and and speak and speaking of growth, another thing that's uh, announced too. We we talked about teams that are going to be joining the N1 ranks of the ACHA. Uh, next year, but a couple of seasons from now. So this is the 25-26 season. Hope College, that they put this out today, uh, they announced that they're going to be joining the ACHA M1 level. Uh, so that's going to be happening, and that's going to be, and they're going to join that uh, that new Great Lakes Six Hockey Conference. So that'll happen a couple seasons from now. So uh, another team will be, so another team making the M1 rank. So we're seeing more teams kind of jump into the, the M1 ranks, so that that's just a, 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 another sign of, of growth, as like we've talked about, and it's a, it's a great thing to see that too. So, congrats to Hope College on on that. Uh, there's always there's, hope, I'm told. <laughs> there's always hope. Uh, I think right right now they are at, uh, I believe they're a Division three uh, program, so they'll they'll be a Division one program at the ACHA level, M1 program, uh, in a couple seasons from now. Absolutely. Okay, let's uh, let's wrap things up. Take it away, my friend. From the NCHC.TV studios, this is the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast presented by IcetimeHockeyWest.com. Liberty University, bring your faith and your game to the premier ACHA M1 program on the East Coast. See us at Liberty.edu, Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com with three Valley locations and across the country at BehindTheMask.com. We keep you supplied with all of the gear you need all season long. First class experience, University of Central Oklahoma, first class experience on and off the ice. For more information, go to uco.edu or ucohockey.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, lunch, catering, dining in or out, or just getting our award-winning barbecue sauce, we're at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. UNLV Hockey, follow the Skate and Rebels Championship Quest. For schedule and ticket information, go to rebelhockey.com. FedEx, ship, manage, track, deliver the official delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. Adrian College, championship hockey culture and a nationally rated small private school education at adrianbulldogs.com. Maryville Women's Hockey, go to maryvillesaints.com for schedule and ticket information. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. With Caesars Rewards, members can enjoy rates as low as $10 a room. University of Arizona Hockey, Visit ArizonaWildcatHockey.org and become part of one of the West's most historic hockey programs. Jets Pizza, lunch, dinner, and catering as well at JetsPizza.com. University of Mary, new league, new level, same goal. Visit us at GoYouMary.com. The Tag Creative Group. Have us create that one-of-a-kind gift Christmas coming up. Perfect time to do this for you or someone special. Go to RedBubble.com and search T. Grand Rudd, uh, Oklahoma University Hockey, the action you crave only faster at OUHockey.net. The American Collegiate Hockey Top 20 Podcast is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network and is live every week on the Podbean app and is available on your favorite podcast platform at ITHSW Podcast, all one word. 
Again, search ITHSW Podcast, all one word. Subscribe, rate, and review any of our podcasts to help others find the show. Very well done, my friend. Our thanks to uh, Joe Capriel from Capper Hockey Enterprises for uh, talking a little bit about ACHA hockey with us. Actually, a little bit. He talked a lot of it. Uh, good stuff from Joe Caprio, and you can find him at uh, CapperHockeyServices.com or on X or Instagram. Just search Capper Hockey Services. Good stuff, Stephen. We rolled through an hour just like that, as we usually do. Um, time to move on, though, and uh, you know we'll ask people to join us tomorrow night as we uh, join you live from uh, Palm Springs, California. Las Vegas, Nevada. It's the Pro Hockey West Report. We've got some good stuff. And we'll be back tomorrow night. Good night, everybody.